Uh, we're trying to find Sid Rosenberg. He's on the beach someplace. Sid, he's on the line? Sid, what, what part of the beach are you on? Well, I'm in uh, Rockaway. I'm by Bell Harbor. And let me tell you this. On the 246th birthday of our great country, I could not think of two better men. Forget about me and Bernie. Forget about us. A couple of Brooklyn and Bronx dopes. I couldn't find two better men than a man like you, John, when our forefathers did what they did 246 years ago. They had you in mind, right, coming from Greece and becoming a huge success in America. And then Chad Lopez, a man that put his life on the line. He served his country so proudly and so bravely. So in the end, on this day, I could not think of two better men than John Katsimatidis and Chad Lopez, the host of Burning and Sid Show. God bless you guys, and God bless America. Well, God bless America. And, uh, you know, we've been talking about all morning, Sid, how um, is America under attack? Because so many parts of our country are, are, are suffering, our borders, uh, drugs, uh, legal system, education. Which part of all those things uh, does concern you the most on this uh, 4th of July? I think what concerns me the most, John, and by the way, I recommend everybody read your good friend, John, Mike Pompeo, the former secretary of state, wrote a beautiful editorial in today's New York Post. And he talked about where we are today and what the forefathers had in mind 246 years ago. Don't forget, Mike Pompeo was Donald Trump's secretary of state. And the very first ever secretary of state was Thomas Jefferson, who, of course, wanted to become president of the United States. And he talks about all the issues in the country today. I think the most depressing of all, John, is the fact that all of our cities that are under siege, whether it's New York, whether it's Los Angeles, whether it's Atlanta, Chicago, Portland, or Seattle, and the country in general, won by a blue administration, the hatred they've got for this country. And all those other things you're talking about, education, fentanyl, all those other things are byproducts, in my opinion, of people that don't value what this country is all about. So to me, those are the, the byproducts are not the issue. It's the underlying hate these people have for our country. They just don't care. Now, out of that, yes, fentanyl deaths are very, very depressing. Our children are dying every single day because they don't protect our borders. And look at our gas prices. Look at inflation. Look at the race divide. There are a million things going wrong in our country today, a million. But I'll tell you this, and you know this, John and Chad, one thing the United States is, is resilient, right? We've been through two world wars. We've been through a civil war. We've been through a pandemic. We've been through Pearl Harbor and 9-11. And guess what? We're celebrating our birthday today very proudly. So we are resilient, but this is a very, very tough time in American history. Uh, Sid, this is World War III, a different type of war, a war against our culture, against our, our economy, against our, our way of life. And uh, the, the Chinese call it the art of uh, war, Sun Zhu. It's to defeat your enemy, and your enemy doesn't even know they're getting defeated. Uh, I believe we're in that kind of situation right now. Yeah, but here's the problem. You're right about that, and that's a brilliant reference, by the way, John. You, you first told that to me and Bernie weeks ago. We were both like, wow, that's brilliant. But here's the problem. You've got a president right now that is in bed with these countries, right? You look at all the money his son Hunter has made from China, from Russia, from the Ukraine. All these countries, the Biden family has made a ton of money, a ton. So I'm not sure that Biden can even recognize how dangerous these other countries are or do anything about it, because while he talks a big game, 
The truth is, his family has profited in a very, very big way. There's a conflict there because of his son's dealings all over the world. And, of course, Joe Biden goes on and on about how proud he is of his son. So if you're right, John, and you are right, and we're under attack from Russia and China, uh, we're not going to do anything about it because at the end of the day, uh, they own us. They own us at this point. Say what you want about Donald Trump. I didn't like him. He was a jerk. His tweets, his face, his mouth, all those things may have been true. But at the end of the day, nobody owned Donald Trump, not Putin, not the Chinese, not the Ukrainians, not the North Koreans. Nobody owned Donald Trump. He didn't care. And he ruled, believe it or not, it sounds crazy, with an iron fist. They were terrified of Donald Trump. They're not scared of this guy. And secondly, he may very well be in a position where he can't do much about it because of all the money they received over the years. That is horrible. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't use the T word, I mean, uh, because he is the president of the United States. And, and I respect the president of the United States to stay on, on the 4th of July. But, uh, you know, I, I've said it before. The head of the FBI should be independently uh, put there, not by the Department of Justice, because Department of Justice is a political appointee in, in being the head of the Justice Department. Uh, and uh, and he and the FBI reports to him, but maybe a, a, an equal amount of uh, congressional Democrats and and Republicans um, picking the uh, uh, the head of the FBI for a ten year term and have him be independent. What, what say you? Well, listen, that day may be coming. And again, for Americans today who are listening right now to you, John and Chad, and have a wonderful station doing a wonderful job. You're going to go out today and celebrate, and you should. Again, as bad as things are, this is the most amazing country in the world, and it still is today. There's a reason why, guys. There are thousands and thousands and thousands of people amassing at the southern border to come in here. It's not because we're a horrible country. We're not what we used to be. We need help, but we're still the greatest country in the world, and hope is on the way. 2022, I am almost 100 percent sure the Republicans will once again take back the House, take back the Senate. And then, of course, once that happens, John, the road to Pennsylvania Avenue in 2024, whether it's Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, or who knows, Christy Nome, that becomes easier, too. So I do believe help is on the way, getting back the House, getting back the Senate, and getting back the White House between 2022 and 2024. We'll we'll be painting a different picture. What does Larry Kudlow call it? The cavalry is on the the march. That's right. And, so, and Larry Kudlow is right. I mean, don't forget, guys, back in 1863, the Civil War. There you have it. There you the have it. The cavalry is coming. Yes, Abe Lincoln was out with the Union uh, Army, uh, the leader of the Union Army uh, at the end of the Civil War back on July 4th of 1863. And the cavalry was, was there. And here we go again. So I really do believe that uh, 2022 is going to be a time for celebration for rational Americans, John Katsimatidis, like you, Chad, me, and Bernard. <laughs> What are you doing today? Are you spending it with your family? Who are you spending it with today? Well, today I'm going to be with my immediate family, John, me, Danielle, Gabriel, and Ava. And then I'm going to head upstate uh, either late tonight or early tomorrow morning to spend four days with my mom. You know, usually when my father was alive, we always went upstate for July the 4th. They have a nice fireworks uh, display, but uh, not this year. My father's gone, and, and my mother's doing something upstate today anyway. So we're going to head up tomorrow, spend four days with my mother. It's something we do uh, every year this time of year. She looks forward to it. So do we. You know, she's getting older, too, John. My dad's gone for two years, and 
You know, my mom now is 87 years old. You couldn't tell when she comes on the radio show because she, she has so much spunk, right, John, and so much oh, energy. Oh, she sounds terrific. I will I, I tell you, she sounds terrific, you know? Uh, yeah, the listeners do love her, and, uh, and I appreciate the fact, John, that uh, even in your forward, from my book, in the forward from my book, which was brilliant, which you wrote, you mentioned my mom. So that's going to be my July 4th holiday, basically time with my immediate family, time with my mother, appreciating and loving my family, my country, and, and taking a couple of uh, seconds, uh, if not minutes, every day to just kind of sit back and, 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 you know, people need to realize how lucky they are. Yeah, there's a lot of lousy stuff going on. We we highlight it every day, right? Gas prices, inflation, that, that jerk in the White House, that jerk Eric Adams, that jerk Kathy Hochul. We do that stuff every day. It makes for very, very good ratings, and people love it. But we're not nearly that angry. Just so you know, Bernie and Sid, we're not really angry people. We're actually very, very lighthearted, fun people. So I'm going to spend the next week appreciating what I've got, not what I don't have, if that makes any sense. Well, I, it makes a lot of sense because – and then we have to work hard – to make sure we keep what we have. Well, that's true. And look, when, when you deliver that message, John, and you are there on July 4th when almost everybody, everybody in this country finds a reason to take this day off above and beyond the reason, of course, which is, it's our country's birthday. That goes to show all of us how serious you are about winning this, winning this radio battle. The control room is yelling at me. And uh, they want to take a break, but please stay on for another couple minutes, and then we have a few more minutes to talk. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Well, we're back, and this must be Sid-type music. Sid, you ordered this music. <laughs> I'll tell you something. What does this have to do with Fourth of July, guys? <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what it is, and it's actually a metaphor for the country today, John. This is uh, the late great James Brown, and he did this song in the movie Rocky IV when Apollo Creed came down from the rafters and he was about to fight the Russian. His name was uh, in the movie. His name was uh, Drago. And he, uh, this yep. song was playing, and Apollo Creed was adorned in his red, white, and blue. Called, the song is called Living in America. But here is where it's a metaphor for today's country. That was a great when movie. the fight was over, yeah. he died. Apollo Creed died in the ring. <laughs> so um, that's what people think is going on with our country today. I mean, look, you go back, John, and Chance, what Benjamin Franklin said, right about the time of the Declaration of Independence. And he said, we will either hang together or we will hang separately. And that's where we are. we got to figure out a way together get this country back where it was so Apollo Creed doesn't die in the ring against the Russian and we don't all hang separately instead we have a chance to thrive and I'll tell you the best example of it John right by your two beautiful buildings in Coney Island today those those beautiful ocean drive buildings where I've stayed many many times and you can see them perfectly from the water when I take the ferry home every day today in Coney Island a guy named Joey Chestnut is probably going to eat 80 hot dogs in 10 minutes and win the championship once again. If that's not freedom, if that's not America, I don't know what is. Eating 80 hot dogs in 10 minutes, Joey Chestnut, that whole that whole event at Nathan's today in Coney Island, that's what America's all about. Well, God bless America. And uh, Sid, you have a great day with your family. Enjoy, uh, because that's uh, today is a day to remember all our loved ones, to remember what America is all about. 
And if somebody doesn't love America, leave. That's right. Just get out. I'll get out. Get out. Now, right. Don't try to change us. We're not going to change. We're, we, right. we, you know, it's like the bully in the schoolyard we were talking about before. You know, we're going to kick your butt, whoever you are. We're going to kick your butt. America is not changing. We love America the way it is. If you don't like it, leave. We'll, we'll buy you a one-way ticket to Venezuela. <laughs> now you're talking. Listen, thank you for uh, for working today, John. You set the example. That's why our station is number one. That's why guys like me and Bernie, who hated to go to work with Imus, can't wait to come to work now for you. You and Chad, both of you guys, for being there today. You set the perfect example. You're two great Americans. And like I said, at the beginning of our conversation, when our forefathers put this thing together 246 years ago, John Katsimatidis and Chad Lopez are exactly what they wanted Americans to be. So thank you both for being great Americans. Thank you for, for making our job fun. Me and Bernie love all you guys. God bless everybody listening right now. God bless America. Go out and have some fun today. Celebrate 246 years of the greatest country on earth. Well, thank you so much, and, uh, and uh, enjoy the vacation. John, I love you. I'll see you soon. Thanks for having me on today. It meant a lot to me. Thank you. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.